actually haven't sat here before. No? No, not even. Right here? No, not even. Not, not even at this table. Not even at the this table. This is the first time? This is the first time. Look at you. You're moving up in the world, my boy. Bro, this is wild. This is wild. Appreciate it, How does it feel to go from, like, like from the house to, like, a studio? It's surreal, bro. And make sure you're talking to the Oh, like, okay, yeah, okay. You can move it, too, whatever you want. Um, oh, yeah, I like those yeah, lights. Yeah. Uh, surreal, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I had this... I kind of had it planned like this, mm -hmm. where I was going to do it like this, but I just didn't think it was going to be this fast. I thought it was going to take years. You thought it was going to be years? Years, bro. Yeah. Damn. Are you like spiritual or religious or anything? So it's wild. I kind of actually became religious during like a month or two ago. Not religious, I would say, but more so just building a relationship with God. Mm. Like I don't want to jump into shit because like I grew up as a Catholic my whole life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And had really bad experiences going to churches and stuff like that. Yeah, Nothing same. like molestation or anything like that. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> like, I fucking hate God now. Like that's what that is why people hate God in Catholic church. I think because somebody did something to him. Yeah. But you were saying like, uh, uh, you, you discovered like your faith in God. Well, not discovered, but you're working on your faith with God and stuff like that. Uh, I was going to say because I grew up Christian, and you know, like in, in the South. It's like really, really, really like yeah. It's it's really like a thing out there. Right. So, uh, I grew up in church. I didn't like it. I only went for the girls. To be honest with you, really, I only went. They're the freakiest, bro. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I was just there because they have mini skirts on. I'm like, damn. Like once they stop coming, like stop being there, like start moving away. I was like, what the fuck? What's the point of going to church then? Like yeah. I, I didn't come here for the Bible. I came here for the bitches. You know. So, uh, what what do you think? Like. What what have you noticed your life has been since you've uh, you started this faith? Like um, then before, it more loving, more bro, loving, more loving, more loving towards just people, more loving towards myself. Obviously, like relationships and stuff like that. My mm -hmm. girlfriend, my family. Um, but it's just how I view it. It's like I'm gonna show through my life mm -hmm. what could happen if you do accept God into your life. And that's, ever since that had happened, that's all I wanted to do. I'm not going to hear, like, sit here and tell you Bible verses and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I understand. Like, but what I will do is I will use this an example as an example of what happens if, like, you accept God into your life. You and this shit I mean? just happened like that. You just got a pocket. It's wild. Like, did you cry? Uh... I did cry. You cried. I cried. Yeah, I, it was really, I was after the gym. The, 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 the testosterone was going, bro. It was going. It was going bro. <laughs> but it was like one of those things where I didn't like, you know, in Catholic church, they always tell you to ask God, like pray to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't that. It was just like, I was just like, what's up, God? You know what I mean? Because some shit just happened where I was just like really down about shit. And then I was just like, what's up, God? And like, I felt his presence in my heart, bro, like opened up with love. And ever since then, it's just been different. Mindset's been completely different. That's some shit he'll do. he put you to your knees and then you'll be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, man. And Honestly. And he'll show you some stuff. He will, dude. And it, and just, like I said, it, it, it was the best thing for me. I don't really talk about it a lot. Like I have said it on a couple of these podcasts and I had a whole podcast about it with Luke Walls. Mm -hmm. and, but um, that's about it. Like it's just, like my girlfriend said it like the right way. It's just like your relationship with God is just between you and God. It's between you. Yeah, you don't have to like show out for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't, and people who show out like do that like for the purpose of showing people. I think they they're, they're really unsincere when they just do it. Cause I seen that I seen that in church and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, like they do this every Sunday. But then you see them out of here, you see them cussing people out, like fuck you, motherfucker, and all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, or 
What's crazy is I know somebody <laughs> that used to beat his wife, but he used to be like extra like religious at church. But he used to beat the shit out of her, dog. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> like this shit is scandalous. So I, so I know what you mean by that. Like, because uh, I will say, since being in LA, you find out like people, um, everybody believes in everything for some reason. Like, mm. like anything you think of, they believe in. Like Satan, everything. Satanists, uh, atheists, they believe in everything out here. Right. It's crazy. So. When uh, when um, I was there, when I was back home, and um, I think when I first, I don't know if what it is is, I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say right now. Cause I'm trying to piece the words because yeah. you said it. Cause you just really said everything out of my mouth about like God and stuff just now. So yeah, like, um, the weirdest thing here is that people I feel like they don't hate God like the Satanists and stuff. They hate religion, but yet they've turned their thing into a religion. You know what I mean? So it's a very contradictory with everyone out here who is completely against God. Like, even atheists. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, like, a, almost a belief, too, right? Like, oh, I don't believe anything is out there, and I'm going to stay with it. And then you kind of live your life that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's dangerous. Yeah. It very is, dangerous. dangerous. And people don't—it doesn't seem like it, you know what I mean? But once you find—or if you do ever find God and that compare that to the lifestyle you used to live before, it's completely different. And you see your flaws. You see the hate. Yeah. The hate you, know you had and stuff. Yeah. I did not think this podcast was going to start like this. No, it wasn't. It's just, <laughs> it's just so happy to start. Like That's why I asked you, like, yo. Yeah. Well, here we are, dude. I got Skylo no Skyler Noble. What's up? What's popping? The homie, dude. We're here and obviously got a new look. Thank you, Melrose Podcast, for making this happen. What's up, my guy? Ah, nothing much, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm, pr I'm just proud of you that you went from the apartment to like an actual like podcast. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, bro. It's so. it's, it's it's wild, and I'm, I'm I appreciate them letting me do this, dude. And I, it just gives more incentive for people to hop on this pod, man. It's great, dude. They'd be like, "Yo, it's an actual thing." And then you see us. Have you seen like since you started doing your podcast? Have you seen it grow and like grow and grow? Oh my gosh, it's wild. Like, I I have seen it grow, and not only that, it's just like going to the store and stuff like that. People are more mm. welcoming of me. I feel like because mm. going to the store before the podcast got kind of big, it was you know how it is. It's like fucking your first day of high school. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like I'm a freshman and everybody's like, like who are you? Yeah. yeah, who the fuck are you? Yeah, so like the podcast has helped in a way for mm -hmm. me to at least like people accept me. You know what I mean as a comedian, and I mean I don't know some comedians see me working hard. You know what yeah. I mean? I, like I, I'll go to a mic every day. At least try to. So what you think about the scene right now, man? The, scene, the comedy scene? Yeah, like comedy scene right now in L.A. I think it's loosening up in my short five months. It mm -hmm. feels like it's loosening up. Like, I feel like everyone was still kind of tense, like, political-wise yeah. and, like, emotionally when I first started in June. But now it feels like everyone's kind of loosening up. Um, the scene's dope. I fucking love the people, honestly, bro. Coming, going from film to this, a lot more people are real. You started in film? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, were you, like, a director or, like... Were, uh, I did short films, wrote short films. Short produced, films. Yeah, okay. but uh, in the industry, I was, like, a PA and then going, like, the AD route. Okay. Because like I, I had started out before I did... Because I originally did comedy when I was 17, like, started. Oh, wow. And then I moved out here, and I was... I attempted to do... I attempted to do it at the Laugh Factory, but nobody laughed at my jokes, and I thought I wasn't funny, so I just said, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> And I didn't know what to do. And this lady told me to go to like a like a it was like a little performing arts like school or class, whatever it was, it was like a theater kind of mm -hmm. in a way. So 
I went there and did it there, and like uh, I started doing films and stuff, like short films. So anytime somebody say about a peer AD, I lied because it's a, it was just a dude. <laughs> they used to yell at everybody but me for some reason. He's like, "Yo, get your fucking shit together, Skylar. You're doing good, by the way." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> like, what is this? But I, every time you, every time anybody say AD or PA, I'd be like, "Yo, I remember them. They used to be like, bro, they're screamers, bro, <laughs> for no reason." I, I tell people all the time, it's like a thing on set where you become an AD, you lose ten years of your life because it's that stressful and bro i see it like my first show dude i had fucking ptsd from that shit assistant director be stressing bro, <laughs> the director I've, just be sitting there bro i seen on set two directors have to leave the set to go to the hospital because of heart attack seen it twice one was a young woman and then the other guy was an older gentleman but it happened i think that's because you think that's that becomes when like it's like a big budget and it's like real stressful because you know it's Everything is right. I would this? say yes. You think but so? That, but that's why, like, the Marvel movies and stuff like that, they mm-hmm. got, like, five ADs, bro. Like, for five first ADs type shit. It's wild. Five? Yeah. It's wild. Like, I heard the most was, like, eight or nine. So what just, do... Do they alternate, or is it just, like, they all there? Well, there's usually one main guy is, like, running the set, right? And then he's probably got, like... If there's another, like, let's say, a, like, a splinter crew where mm-hmm. it's just, like, they're going to go off shoot stunts, mm-hmm. right? So, it's it, like, that's what it counts for. But sometimes, usually, first ADs will sometimes maybe even be, like, a first AD for, like, a background, right? Oh. Because you got to think about, like, the war movies, like, 300 background and shit. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of people, a lot of PAs, a lot of ADs to coordinate Coordinate movement. the shit. Dude, like, Saving Private Ryan. Like, that must have been hell working on as a fucking PA. <laughs> I would have had a heart I watched, attack. I recently watched that. Bro, the first, Yo, like, 30 minutes of that? The first 30 minutes is crazy. <laughs> you imagine being a PAAD on No, that I shit? could not. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, my God. I, that I think about it, that's a lot to, like, fucking manage. Bro, I'm telling you, yeah, it's, it's a stressful job. And, like, because of that, and, like, there's no upward trajectory towards um, a creative position unless you start, did creative jobs. Great, you know what I mean? Jobs. So that's why I did the short films. And like, did you like them? My short films. I'm mm-hmm. I'm proud of one of them. You know what I mean? I, all of them were a learning experience. The 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 latest one I did was like back in 2020, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, that garnished some awards. I got like a feature film now, or mm. sorry, feature script that I've been like pitching around and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I'm just I don't know if, but I don't know if like Hollywood's a thing for me anymore. Like I love comedy. No. I love this podcast game. This shit is so chill. Okay. You know what I mean? And I get to meet great comics while I'm doing it here. So so have it. So who who's like your inspiration to like do like stand up? Like you seen him, he's like, oh shit, I think I could do that. Uh, like when I was a kid or like now? Uh, it could be now or as a kid. As a kid, it was like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, just because all the you know he was just the biggest thing back in Hollywood. Uh, I watched a lot of Mad TV, so like Bobby Lee and shit like that. So it's wild. Bobby, you kind of give me Bobby Lee vibes a so, little bit, dude. The homie um, Thomas Robinson. I don't know if you know him. He's a comic. Mm, probably. Uh, I don't be knowing nobody name. Yeah. <laughs> yo, people be knowing me, and I'll be like, yo, yeah, my G. I don't know what the fuck their name is. But I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. I be feeling like an asshole, and I go to the car like, fuck, what is his name, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so I be mean, I mean, even like an asshole some days. Like you know Marcel, my homie Marcel. Mm-mm. You don't know. See, he don't know Marcel. Yeah, I don't know Marcel. My homie, that's, that's the homie. But I didn't know his name, and we became like bros mm-hmm. after my car. My car broke down. We became friends after that. Became bros. I didn't know his name even after that. 
Like I did, I didn't know his name. Like if I seen him, I'm like, yo, bro, what's good? Don't know his fucking name at all. I think that's how men operate. Like we can know each other for like a buff, but not even know each other. No, I'm name. like good with names. I'm like awkward, like weirdly good at names. You weird, you yeah. good at names? Yeah. Fuck. Because it's like a thing where I was younger, everyone would forget my name. So I was like, I never want that feeling for anybody. So I, I try to remember everybody. It's harder, you know, coming into comedy and like yeah, seeing, meeting a whole so bunch of people. people. Yeah. But I try to. I try my hardest to remember their names. I feel like you're making me feel like an asshole. Not even, bro. It's I used to do that at school, like that, yeah. too. Nah, think about it. <laughs> Yo, you were great last night. Yo, didn't walk the fuck off. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck their name is. <laughs> like, thank you, Skylar. You too, man. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So you, you, so you did. Or le, actually, let me do a round and see if everything's recording. Okay. Are we just talking right now? No, no, it's recording, bro. Video. Oh. Yeah. I thought you meant like, oh, let me make sure it's recording. Then it's not recording. It's like, oh fuck. Well, that was just a warm up. <laughs> not bad. It's just me. Uh, I just get OCD because I, I have done that before. Um, so you, yeah, you started comedy at seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So did. Did you stop after that Black Factory thing, or did you? You did. For I stopped. Long? I stopped for like four or five years, but whenever I do like acting, mm-hmm. or whenever I did anything with theater, whenever I did anything with like acting classes or anything, all of my like acting material or anything they get, even if it was dramatic, even if it was a horror film, it'll be it'll become like a comedic like relief type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like people like y'all love it when you get up there, cause it's like I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do. I don't know if it's gonna be funny, if it's gonna be like dramatic. And I'm like, cool. Uh, the only reason why I came back was because of the pandemic, cause you know everything stopped. Right. Like auditions and stuff like that. So I didn't know what was gonna happen. And um, I ended up getting an agent, and I got dropped within a year. I wasn't fucking shit, like nothing. Like, I got a Sprite and Nike commercial one time. You couldn't tell me shit for five days. I was like, yo, I'm finna get this shit and blow the fuck up. Nothing happened. I was crying in the car. I was like, yo, this is the end of me, yo. Then they called me like a week later. Well, she didn't call me, but I got an email that said I was dropped. And I was like, yeah, this is done. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And like for six months, Six months, I tell you, that six months is really dark because I didn't know. Like, I, it was really dark. Like, it felt like a cloud was over me. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like it was raining over me every day. Like, I was really sad. I wasn't talking to no girls. Like, when a girl talked to me then, I swear to God, I don't know what the fuck I said to her. I mumbled some words and just walked the fuck off. But uh, it was real sad, or real sad and real dark. And then, like, uh, my uncle kept telling me, like, yo, go, go do comedy again. I know you're doing your acting shit, but just go go back and do comedy. I, and I started back June of 2022. Oh, no shit. Started back June of 2022, and I've been running since, so. And you've just been doing it every day since? Every day. So it was your every uncle day. then? Huh? It was your uncle. That yeah, really, because he, he was calling me for four or five years with the same shit. And I have a homie. He's a director, and, and uh, he's a director. He uh, he said the same thing because I worked at AMC's in Burbank. You, right. know, you know the AMC's yeah, in Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked at that one, but I got fired within like two months. <laughs> What'd you get fired? Yo, they wrote me up. <laughs> I got right up. <laughs> I got three referrals in one day for some bullshit. I didn't even know it was <laughs> you could get wrote up for. Like I didn't have shoes. What? I came in late and I didn't clock out of going break. So they wrote me <laughs> three times and I was on probation my first week there. God damn, bro. And then when I really got fired is when I left to go to Texas back home. 
and I didn't tell nobody. <laughs> so that was like the last straw. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I texted him on the plane like, yo, crazy shit just went down. I'm not going to come in to work today. Like, I had to be- Why? On the plane already? Yeah, I just thought about it too. I was like, yo, I'm supposed to be at work today. Let me text him. Yo, crazy shit. I'm not going to come in to work today. Thank you, guys. I put like LOL and smiley faces on there too so they can know. Of course you did. <laughs> Fire my ass. Like, quick as fuck. But I remember when I was working there, he would always tell me like, because Flappers is is there, right? That's right. So he was he t- asked me, um, I think I told him that Flappers was like oh, around there. He was like, why don't you just like, when you go on your break or when you go like uh, go for work or get off, why don't you just go ahead and go back? I'm like, nah, I'm not on it. I'm on the acting stuff. So once I got fired and I had nothing to do, I just say, you know what, I might as well go back and, and try. And I started back at high. Okay. And it's a hard room. Yo. It's a hard room. Let me tell you, you something. Can't see Pete, anybody. So I don't know one of the Wayans. Um, oh shit, no way. Which one is which one is he? Uh is it Damon Jr.? The one from Let's Be Cops. Yeah, Damon Jr. So he he had done uh, a set. He just popped in. My it was my first day I seen him <laughs> go up there. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. Like they really just be coming in and doing shit like this. And then somebody else went up and then somebody else and then I got on stage, and I don't know if it right. If you have you been to the high yet? Yeah, oh yeah. You know how dark the fucking room yeah, exactly. is when you get on you can't stage. See shit. I couldn't see shit. It yeah. will make it worse. I bombed so bad. <laughs> so, which is common. Your first yeah, time back. Yeah, of I bombed so fucking bad. I, number one, I got high as shit because a comic. Oh, you can't do that. A comic told me to do it. He was like, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> he was like, I was Fuck like, that comic. <laughs> Fuck that yeah, boy. whoever told me that, if he remember, he's from Chicago. Fuck him. Because I said, yo, how do you prepare to do comedy? He said, I smoke, bro. I, I smoke it <laughs> high as fuck. You should too. I'm like, cool. I was up there smoking with him. I got on stage. I don't remember nothing. I said nothing. I just remember it was silent as a motherfucker, and I heard people in the bar just talking. And I'm like, damn, this is what it's like to bomb. <laughs> but afterwards, I kept, what did I do after that? I did two more mics, and then that's when I, how I ended up at Third Wheel mm. in the midnight mic. And, um, yeah, I've been running ever since then. Yeah. So, like, I'm almost, I'm basically five months in as mm-hmm. of yesterday. Fucking mm, congratulations on five months. Thank you, bro. How was your five months? What was it like? Honestly, um, what was that? June, what was that? June, July, August, sooner, October, November. Things were happening too fast, I'd say. Because, like, I think the first, like, really, I think relatively the first year, you should just be figuring, not even the first year, but the first six months, you should really be figuring out who you are on stage. Right, yeah. In general. Yeah. Um, but I guess since I started at 17, I kind of already knew how mm. how it worked, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, the first five months, I was booking shows already, and I couldn't understand it. Like, yo, like I haven't even really been around like that yeah. long. So how the fuck am I booking shows like this? I was booking shows, and I just bo- kept booking and booking, and then I ended up, uh, I think I got to get up at the improv right like at the end of the year. Uh, Your first full year? Yeah, no, not even first full year. It's like the first six months. Oh, shit. I got up at the improv, and because um, my first show was like Monday race there. So it was like February when I got that. And then 
Uh, I say everything happened too fast because at Flappers I did as two spots for Jay Leno at Flappers. Shut the fuck up. I didn't even know who the fuck Jay Leno was either. That's, that's how crazy. I didn't know who he was at all. Like I, you know, I know the name Jay Leno, but I don't right. know what he looked like. Right. Because so, we was in the green room and he walked in, and um, I think we just had a simple conversation. I'm on the phone, and um, somehow we got on the subject of Mike Michael Jordan, and Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. And he said, I party with him. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't party with no Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. Y'all be lying. Comics yeah. are liars. <laughs> y'all be lying. Why do y'all lie so much? You ain't not party with Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, why are you saying this? <laughs> so another comic walked in, like, I'd say 15 minutes later, because me and his wife, she started having a conversation with me, telling me, uh, or asking me just about me. He came in, he was like, oh, Jay Leno, oh. I'm like, oh, this is Jay Leno. Oh, I feel bad now that I had those thoughts. <laughs> and then uh, I did the uh, the set, it went good. The, his, uh, his uh, what is his host came up to me, talked to me, and I ended up doing another set that next week for him. Bro, what the fuck? So that's what I'm saying, everything happened too quick for me to really understand what's going on. So, Not even. That's good, dude. Because a lot of people it takes some freaking years sometimes, man. That's what I'm. That's what I was saying. Because like, you know, when I look at it as, you know how how you said early, uh, when you got your faith in God, right? Mm-hmm. And you just so happen to get this. So when I stopped doing comedy, five years, I put it in perspective. And I was like, yo, I think in five years I was supposed to get all this stuff, and then five years, and he just gave it to me back in like six, seven months. Yep. So, because he has a way of giving you things back. He gives you yeah. everything back in return. Anything you thought you lost, he give it back to you in return. 100%. 100%. Am I, am 100%, I, am I wrong? No, not at all. That's one thing I learned in church. <laughs> if I ain't learned nothing else but about bitches, I learned that. You, some crazy shit. Back before I even got into film, this was like 2014, bro. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something like this where I would talk to people who I thought were successful and ask about their failures. You know what I mean? Mm. And it just so happened it's the same thing, but with comics. Like, what are what failures? Like, what am I struggling with to ask that I can ask you to help me? So it's like, one hundred percent right. Like that's why I said you're one hundred percent right. He he will bring it back. I'll bring it back. Full circle, bro. People people say it's like. Uh, <laughs> So I talked to a comic, and he was like, nah, you know, he, I guess he don't believe, but, you know, yeah. you, you, yeah. know you know, it's cool, yeah. you know, you, you come around when you come around, you yeah. feel me? Absolutely. But um, uh, he said uh, everything is just a coincidence, like, all that, yeah. I'm like, nah, that, nah, there's no fucking way it's a coincidence, I, no way, like, most of the shit that I've experienced, I'm like, nah, never coincidence. I, I could... I could probably tell myself, yeah, it's a coincidence, but when things just keep gradually happen, happening, uh, I'm just like, nah. Yeah. Nah, it's something bigger than me that's going on 100%. right now. 100%. So. Uh, it's God's will, dude. It's God's will. You said 2014. How old were you in 2014? 24. <coughs> I was 24 years old. <coughs> what? 24, yeah. Shit. You know how old I was? Huh? 14. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> I be asking people that all the time, how were you in 14? He was like, bro, I was 37. I'm like, God damn. You're a fucking fossil, bro. Yeah. 34, bro. I'm 34. You are? Yeah. You don't look 34, bro. Yeah, I get that a lot. Thank God. No, you don't. Like, I think as as the, as as time progresses on, like, I think in my 30s, when yeah. my generation turned 30s, they gonna think we seventeen and shit. Exactly. Cause oh oh, cause you guys look young. Yeah, cause I cause I'm twenty three, so I'm like fuck. Okay, y- you look young. It's fuck. Y- yeah. 
Like, like I still have to show my too, yeah. I have to show my IDs to Bro, get anywhere. Same here. You do still? Yeah, still. As a yo, listen, I swear to God, me if I'm 35 and a motherfucker be like, yo, show me your ID. Bro, it happens in Vegas all the time. No matter what I do. Go you to the cuss them out. What no, it's just it's just I I'm used to it. I grew up there. So You're it's just okay. like, yeah, I saw it every everywhere I went. You think it says that's a beard? I can't yeah, it something. You can't grow a beard? No, I can't grow shit, bro. I can't even grow a mustache. I had this shit since sixth grade. It's real like this. Shit, 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 I don't know if it was so. My dad told used to tell me when I had my like I started growing like baby hairs here. He would be like shave it so because it'll grow back thicker, and I never shaved it. Oh, you didn't. So my whole life, I'm like, damn, I should have shaved more. You can still do that now. That's what I hear, but it's too much, dude. It's too much work. Not you don't even fuck. have nothing up. You can just you really could be just in the back in a cut just like this with your face. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You walk in here, you just like this with the shaver. How you doing? You good? Yeah, man. Things going smooth here. You can have a smooth face, or your lady, she gonna love it. Oh, he's smooth like a baby's bottom type shit. You know? you, you got a, like a face care routine that you do because mm-hmm. you do got good skin, bro. Lotion. Man, it's called Shea Moisturizer with like oil. Okay. Like I take a shower, and I probably take I probably take the longest showers ever. I take about forty minutes in the shower. Okay, that's that is long. That is. Mix- how, how often do you shower though? Oh, every day. Yeah, every day. Yep. Sometimes twice a day. Same here. And the second shower, not even just because like I need it. It's just because I'm thinking about shit. <laughs> it don't have nothing to do And I stop watching porn So it's like <laughs> So you shower <laughs> So I just shower Or I work out if, if I ever get an urge To watch some porn If I see something on Twitter I'm like well This would be a shower Coming right now <laughs> And I go take a shower A hot ass shower <laughs> That's why my skin is so like soft Or whatever it, Like all my skin is Cause I take a whole bunch of showers And I um, put a whole bunch of lotion Not a whole bunch But lotion on it And I put a whole bunch of Fucking like oil on it Yeah the oil is what helps dude The so, oil yeah. It keeps you young. Yeah, that's what I hear. My girl fucking she forces me to do it, but I'm like, no. But like, like, like lately, now that I've been more stressed lately. No, I you need that more than ever I've been, now. I've been seeing it now. Like I got wrinkles under the eyes and shit. Yeah, Wild. yeah. I've been looking. I'm like, fuck. I gotta stop. Well, I did. I had a point where I was drinking before I got on stage, uh-huh. like a lot. And who told me that? You know C.J. Price, right? Yeah, of course. So. That's my boy. I love He's fucking CJ. I love CJ. CJ, see this? I love you, bro. No, uh, pause. I love you, but pause. Uh, we had done like a flapper. We had done a Mr. Uncle Clyde's okay. at Flappers. You, have you heard of Uncle Clyde's? No, never. It's a competition. You win like $2,000 at the end no like in the finals. So he fucking beat me. I got second place. He got first. It was... It's a sham. No fucking way. It was a sham. Dude. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never thought I did a good job. When, anytime I do a set, I never think I do good. Because right. I always yeah. know I fucked up on something. Yeah, yeah. That was like perfect. A perfect set. Like I didn't miss a beat. It was just joke, 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 joke. Beat, beat, beat. And I did good. Came back. I remember I looked at it. I was like, yeah, bitch. I fucking won that. <laughs> Fuck you. It's $2,000. He went up last and fucking murdered. Did he? Yeah, he went up like second to last, and he murdered. And I remember I was sitting there watching. Him. I was like, "Oh fuck, I lost this shit." I'm not gonna lie, I lost. And when they were calling first, second, and third, I just knew. I was like, "Yeah, I'm second. This is crazy. Damn, they gonna pick him." And sure enough, they picked him. But um, uh, CJ had seen me at I think it was Third World Show, and like 
I was drinking like a whole bunch, like a lot. Like a lot. Like I was talking shit to the bartender in the back. Like just talking shit to him. And he seen this shit for no reason. Like for no reason. And I was making him and like some other comics, they were just laughing and stuff because I was talking shit to him. And um, I think they called me like I'm on deck. And then he was like, yo, you got to stop drinking. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yo, you're not going to do good when you get up there. I went up and I went up. I don't remember what the fuck happened on stage, but I got off. He was like, I don't know how the fuck you did that, but you did fucking amazing for somebody who's drunk as fuck, but you need to stop, though. Yeah. So I've been cutting it down now. Like, I don't really do it. Right. I'm going to say I don't do it, but I yeah. do it here and there. Like, I do shots of tequila and Hennessy, definitely. Yeah. If it's Damn. a party, yes. I'll do maybe, like, a beer before I get on stage, but that's about it. It loosens you up, though. It does, dude, especially for, like, that crowd work and just, like, you know, setting it up, set, setting everything, setting the, your set up, like that's what it feels like for me. It's like it's a good motion. What is it called? It's a uh, what is my my uncle call, calls it a bitch getter. A bitch getter. Yeah, you get the bitches when you start drinking like <laughs> Hennessy. You fucking all night Hennessy. You fucking. It's like cocaine. Hennessy is like cocaine. You fucking well, all night. I don't know about that. Oh, cocaine. Cocaine and Hennessy, dude. Not mixed together, but it's close. Because if you do cocaine and have sex, you fucking all night. You do Hennessy, you're fucking all night. So they similar the way. Not the effects. I got to get on this Hennessy then. I, I, I never was on Hennessy. I never... It make you horny. Yeah. It make you horny and it make you, like, mad. I can't do dark, though. Me and my girl promised each other that we'd no never dark. do... No dark. Yeah. Because we always get in fights, bro, with the dark. Like, with each other? Yeah. It's weird. Start arguing? Yeah. It's weird. I haven't done dark, bro, in, like... Almost two years type shit. It, it was that bad. <laughs> and she'll just do like gin. I'll do beer. That's it. But I, I barely drink now. So you do like, because I do, because somebody told me if you do dark, dark, don't do dark if you're like uh, trying to lose weight. Mm, okay, yeah. I have heard that because it's like vodka and gin is what you want to drink. Vodka, gin, yeah. and, and tequila. But tequila's kind of, hey, don't tequila got sugar or something in it? I think, yeah, actually, I think it is. Or I think, well, I think how the science works is that all. Inevitably, all alcohol turns into like sugar. sugar and carbs and shit. If you don't eat, because that's right. the best feeling when you don't eat and then you drink, because it's the best Bro. fucking buzz. And if you're really trying to get fucked up, do that. That's how I stop watching porn. Or look, I would. It'd be late at night. Always goes back to stop watching I, I'm porn. trying to tell you. <laughs> I'll be trying to teach the youth stop watching porn. It's fucking up your brain. But. Uh, yeah, I used to, I'm not used to, but I, when I first stopped watching, uh-huh. I would get drunk as fuck, like drunk. Like I wouldn't eat, just drink, and be fucked up, and then go to sleep, wake up. Damn. And then it became a repeated cycle, and I liked it too much, so I had to wean off of it. Yeah. And then... um. You smoke when you drink? Yeah. Yeah. Crossfade it? Yeah. That's, that's better. Because I, I, I just go into like a food coma, bro. I'll just start eating like shit. Like oh, because of the shook, weed? Yeah. Cookies, uh, anything. Anything in the way, I'll fucking eat it. Well, I stopped. I stopped smoking at one point. Did you? I stopped. Like I had fucking Poncho. You you ever know? You know what's my name? Poncho. Yeah. You know my boy Poncho. Poncho, bro. He's the man. Poncho, my boy. He don't never come around me no more. But he be he, he be he be keeping in contact with me. But uh, Poncho gave me some shrooms one day, and. Not saying he did something to him, but I ate the whole fucking bag like a dumbass. You I didn't eat the whole bag. I didn't bro. know that. He didn't even explain no instructions. He was just like, yeah, he's going to get you fucked up. He's going to get you lit, bro. So I took him. I took the whole bag. And I thought they hit you like edibles within like an hour 
All that shit hit me at once because I smoked on top of it. Oh shit! Dude. And yeah, that's no bueno. Yeah, uh, let me just say that's the scariest. That's the scariest moment I've ever had in my life. I really thought I was gonna die. Like I really. Bro, I was at CJ's uh, like bachelor party at Boomtown a couple weeks ago. You was there? I was there. I was there. I didn't see you. I was there early. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was there early. Mm -hmm. uh, but some dude had shrooms and fucking I took him, bro, and I haven't done shrooms in years. And fucking, I was fine. All of a sudden, I hit the joint and I was gone. <laughs> fucking gone, dog. It was so bad. He was saying Jesus. <laughs> He's having a conversation with Jesus it and was, a bitch. <laughs> it was so bad, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! I knew I knew I was high because I started having a conversation with my sister and she wasn't even on the phone. <laughs> like I just had the phone like this and I was just talking, but she wasn't even on the phone. I'm cussing at the phone like, "Bitch, you hear me? Do you hear me? This bitch done hung up the phone. Fuck this bitch." <laughs> he called her. <laughs> and then I called her. Hey, bitch, why you ain't on the phone? <laughs> what are you talking about, bitch? You think I'm lying? You think I'm stupid, bitch? <laughs> you think I'm stupid? <laughs> Send a long text message about her life. <laughs> Bitch, you, you need up. to get your life together. Disrespect me. I'm telling your mom or you. Because <laughs> my mom don't play that shit. She, you call your sister, you call your brother. So she don't play that shit. Yeah. So. How many siblings do you have? Um, <coughs> so my mom is... My mom is just me and my little sister. But I have... Like five other brothers and sisters. Oh shit! But we don't know how to say mom. Oh okay. So I can't even really say I grew up with them like that because yeah. it's like I seen them probably like once every other year. I see. So, so it's like you ever go to a family reunion and somebody be like, Ah, I remember you when you was little. It's yeah. like, bitch, I don't even know you yeah, like right. that. The fuck. So when I was seeing them, it wasn't that. It was just more so like a. I haven't seen you in a long time, so it's like, ah, oh, how you been? But it's like awkward, like right. awkward as fuck, like just awkward. I can tell they kind of. Not that they don't fuck, they won't fuck with me, but it was kind of like they got their own life. Yeah, like they got their friends, they trying to hang out yeah. with. But you know, it's like me. It's like, oh yeah, we cool. And that's my brother. But you guys grew up in the same city? No, no, different cities, all different cities, all different cities, all Damn. different cities, basically. Damn. Oh. Pops was putting the work, bro. And a Rolling Stone, man. I'm trying to take putting in that work, but never around. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> You want to be a father, man? I do. You do? I do, yeah. Do you be like a killer dad? You be like... Oh. Uh, you, you pro uh, I'll probably be... I mean, I'm Asian, so there's always got to be like overprotection, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's just part of my DNA. I fuck with it, man. How many kids you want? I want three or four. My girl wants two. Just two? Yeah, we've been talking about it lately. Probably going to propose to her like next year type shit. She I don't tell anybody on that. God damn, it's supposed to be... Cut that part out, <laughs> Yeah, it's so, so funny though. Like the only person that knew for a while was just my girl. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. Damn, nice. Nah, 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 we're like nah. best friends, bro. It's just like one of those things where I was like, all right, like what? I was just like one day I was just like, what would you do if I proposed to you next year? Would you say yes? And she's like, yeah. Why I'm would like, she? Yeah, I, I don't know. That means fucked up if somebody proposed. Y'all best friends and this, that's your lover and shit. He proposed. You're like, nah, it's not the right time. It, it's how so. it happens, bro. Bitch, we stay in the same bed every night. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. Somebody, we was just, I was just, hold on. You good? All good. Let me see if I'm recording anyway. Again, just because, This is really fucking good. You want another one? Yes, this is like really fucking good. What flavor is that? The cherry? 
it's cherry. It says premium vodka. I don't know what's so vodka about it. Oh, it's 7% alcohol. That's why. And it's gluten-free with natural fruit juices. I'm doing a fucking commercial right now. Enjoy the finer things. Sip Vasa. There you go, bro. Got an incentive off that. Getting paid off that. You got to hold it. You remember the, you know, because the director, <laughs> but I hold it. And cut. All right, guys. Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, my God, man. So let's talk about fucking comedy more, bro. All right, it's fine. You got fucking, uh, your five years you said went too fast. How 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 is the past like the last couple months? Ever well, ever since you hit your year mark, how has that gone for you? Say it one more time. Like so, you said that your first five months, you think you thought things were moving a little fast. Yes, the first six months. How, how has fast. the past five f- five to six months been for you? Ever since you hit your year goal, or um, your year anniversary, I guess. More of appreciating things because mm. everything's not the same as it was like a year ago. Like nothing would be the same. In terms of the scene, or just it can be in everything, like yeah. the scene, uh, things you got going on, mm. um, uh, different like shows and stuff you think you're gonna be doing and stuff like that. Like you could be like this, and then next year you could be like this. Yeah. And then after that you be oh fuck. <laughs> next year you could be down. Next year you could be like up here, and then kind of go down. So you gotta. I think that's what I'm learning now. Like, everything is up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. It's just about what you do in that down period. Like, are you going to, like, sulk? Or are you going to be able to create some shit, like, so you can be okay? And then, um... What's that down period look like? Like, are you, is just jokes not hitting? Are you not getting booked? Like, what does that look like for you? I think slow booking. Like, slow booking, um... What I mean by slow is, like, each week you should have at least two shows, maybe. Yeah. I'll say maybe two yeah. each week. So... Uh, I'm trying to just get one a week right now, and that's a struggle. Week. No, that's good. It's good though. You 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 at the right pace right now. Yeah. Because uh, like I said, the first six months is you're supposed to be just learning. Right. Learning how to do shit. Learning how you are on stage. Um, because your jokes will, however you are as a person, I think your jokes will uh will follow that. Because it's just your jokes are just you. Right. It's what you think. Well, this is just what your perspective is on life. It's what comedy really is. Um, but, uh, uh, what did you ask? Uh, you answered the following question, but just the original question was like, how, like the slow bookings and stuff slow like bookings, that. Yeah. Slow bookings. So slow bookings, just trying to figure it out. Cause before the first six months, it's like, oh wow, it's this. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. Oh, I can do that. I can do this. And then this is given to you. And then people showing you this, people showing you that. So now once people show you things, now it's just about. That next six months or whatever the next is how you take it and what are you going to do with it? Shit. So it's like almost like the first six months, everything's brand new. And then once you kind of get like adjusted to it, adjusted. it's just like I'm, I'm not getting that same high as I was. As you was six before. That's crazy. Because I wasn't doing shit before. <laughs> right. So when, and so when you're not doing nothing before, it's like when you're having sex. When you're not having sex before, that's all you want to sex. Huh? Then when you start having sex, you go crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hit a wall. Cause now you like, ah oh, man, I got. I feel like I done tried everything, and you know? I'm just now I'm just in autopilot mode now. So uh, now it's just about finding that next like high or whatever it is. Mm. Whether that's like touring, whether that's uh, mm. growing like the jump off my show, my weekly show, um, or whether that's 
Because with film, I'm still filming things too. I'm in the process of doing like three films right now. For you. The next year, for what? Well, for next year. So, um, and you know how that goes. That's, I, films are a long game. Bro, I tell people annoying. this. And it's the most annoying shit because you could be you could have uh, be booked for for a movie or a film, and not even film for like four or five months, yeah. up to four or five months, and then you just sitting. Yeah. And I think that was my problem was the four or five months I had nothing to do. Yeah. So that's the problem I had. <clears throat> I talk about it all the time how it's just with comedy, you can think of a joke, write it out, go to a mic, test it, and then you get the feedback right there, and it's. M- m- more, m- most of the time, more honest than film. Than film. You know what I mean? And film take, like you said, a short film takes six months sometimes. Takes six. A future film takes damn near a year yeah, to come yeah, out. Exactly. And then you don't know if that shit is ass or exactly. not. Exactly. Then when you, <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's crazy. They'll be promoting the shit out of it, and you like, yo, this finna be a career breaker yeah. right here. <laughs> Yo, we finna be like Tom Cruise here in a minute. You buying all types of clothes, shoes. <laughs> for the you premiere. Done, you done for the premiere. No one at the premiere. <laughs> you, shot, you, you inviting your family out to the premiere and shit like that. Then everybody come out in this straight ass. Ass, bro. And you sitting there like, yo, I'm so embarrassed And that right happens now. more often than, than, than not. none. Yeah. Bro, and where comedy, like I said, again, dude, you can just fucking test a new joke every day, and you can see if it works or not. Yeah. So, so what do you think, like with with film? Because I think, because I, because I'm in a process of doing uh, since what was it twenty? I can say since I was a senior mm-hmm. in high school, I was uh, writing a film. Okay. Like, uh, good for you. Like a coming of age film, and. Me and my uh, director, homie, we've been writing this since probably 2020, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like we just said about this. So I'm, I'm accustomed to like you doing a film, then you watching, like this shit is ass. Yeah. How did it get here? When we were filming, it was so fun. It was so this, yeah. it was so that. But now I'm looking at it, it's ass. So how do you know when like a film before, before it come out, anything like that? How do you think you know when it's like, oh, this gonna be good? I don't think you ever know. Mm. I don't think you ever know. You know what I mean? Like. Of course, there are steps to get, like, you know, you go through pre-production, you you pitch an idea, they like that idea, you write the script, you do different drafts, they like those drafts. But I think at the end of the day, you just, you'll never know. Because, like, mm-hmm. even movies who where people thought, like, flopped, right? Like, I always bring up Martin Scorsese. Like, his earlier films, they all flopped, pretty much. Or most of them did, right? And now he's one of the biggest directors ever. But it's, like, one of those things where you just... The, and, well, those movies that they considered flopped mm-hmm. ended up becoming timeless pieces. You know what I mean? So it's, it's you never know until you show as many eyes as you can. And I think <clears throat> that's maybe where entertainment is kind of falling right now because no one wants to sit through no. a two and even an hour and a half now seems too long. Our attention no. spans are so short, right? Like I had a actually conversation with a homie today and I said, I think movies and TV, maybe not, but movies, I think it's done. I think it's coming on the downslope, bro. Yeah. And I think po- people are more paying attention to podcasts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like podcasts right now could be, a form of entertainment fucking five, ten years from now. Because it'd be like, crazy shit going on for no reason. Well, it's raw. It's too, raw, right? It's too. real. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, all that Hollywood stuff, it's all, you you know how yeah. it's like. Everything's fake. But here, Very. even behind the scenes, people still act fake, I always say. Very. Right? Yeah, the homie just said the same shit. We just see, we said shit, and it'd be coming to light. We just said, because since I've been in L.A. since I was uh, 17, I've noticed, like, 
it's not even LA people that act like that. It's people who come from different places mm. that act like mm-hmm. real, like like Hollywood or fake or whatever you want to call yeah. it. They come out here, and there's so many of them that it saturates just LA. Because when you meet somebody from LA, they don't act like that at no. all. They're not like if they see a celeb, they're not going crazy because no. they accustomed to that shit. But if you see like somebody that's coming from I don't know Milwaukee, not right. no disrespect to Milwaukee, but somebody from like anywhere North Dakota, mm-hmm. wherever they come here, they act totally. Different, because yeah. they come here with a perception, right. and they fuck everything up, kind of. Yeah. I think it was uh, what's her name? It was either I think it was Forrest or Angie. They said they got on the podcast, and they were just like, it seems like how everyone moves, they're always moving towards their next, like their next big thing. Yeah, but there's nothing really ever big at the other nothing. end. Nothing. You know what I mean? But it's just like that persona, I yeah. guess, right? Like you got to act like it to what is it fake to you make it type shit, you know. But that's why, again, I'll always say it on every podcast. That's why I enjoy comics so much more because it's just there's a sense of realism, right? Like, and they're being like, honest. If, like, if they racist as fuck, they're going to tell you right there. It's like <laughs> it's like te- it's like Texas. Like, they'll say, I had a coach. He said the rape was racist shit I ever heard of. What he said? He said, nigga, like, right in front of me. But the way he said it, he was encouraging me kind of like, I swear to God, it was the most encouraging, most blasphemous shit. I didn't even, that's not even the right term, but it was the most craziest shit ever. Because I, I played quarterback in corner. Okay. Damn. Okay. So I played corner. I had this corner coach. I'm not going to say his name, but I had this corner coach, and he used to be like a diabetic like a real diabetic, yeah. if he didn't have his M and M's, this motherfucker would go crazy, like ape shit, like cussing motherfuckers out. So something happened where the running back was just running all over us, and somehow he just came to me. He was like, "Listen, when you go out there, I want you to hit that nigga, all right?" And I remember I got pumped. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go out there." As soon as I got out there, I was like, "Wait," he said, "Nigga." Oh my God! I remember he was just sitting there on his hands and knees, looking at me like, "Yo, you go out there, and you do that shit, all right?" Like, Yo, you just said nigga. Like, I can't believe this shit. I didn't tackle him at all either after that shit. Either. I was like, he just said just nigga. Standing there confused. Like, he just said nigga. Then I told one of the homies like, "Yo, coach stripping." He's like, "What happened?" He just said nigga. Like, no, he didn't. I'm like, all right, all right, go talk to him. It's wild, bro. That's so wild. How some people are comfortable like that, dude. <laughs> it's right? the South. They they just that's true. It's in your, but I I ain't gonna say I appreciate it because I don't appreciate it. But I'd rather you be racist in my face than to be like covered up like yeah. fake shit. Like, oh, you doing good, Skyler? This and yeah, third. Yeah. But behind, behind closed doors, like that fucking jigaboo. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Chickaboo. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a crazy term. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yo, y'all cr- racist people are creative. I'm not gonna lie, real creative. Is that a racist term? Yeah, Chickaboo? yeah. For real? Yeah. What does it mean? It's an old ass like slave term. Oh, I don't know. Shit, I had no idea, bro. It was crazy. Uh, a white dude called me that when I was like in seventh grade. I didn't know what the fuck he oh, said. My goodness, I was like, I thank you. Yeah, no like, idea. Yeah, it, it is. But wait. wait. Yeah, you didn't know that for real? No. Yeah, that it, I mean, they're real creative. I'm not going to lie. It's creative. Damn, bro. There's a whole bunch of creative shit. I I, I just learned, like, uh, what is it? Moon cricket? What's that? Yo, <laughs> so I guess it's slavery time. 
I guess when slaves would talk or whatever, it sounded like cricket. So they were like, "It's moon crickets out there talking type shit." Bro, what the fuck? My right? uncle told me he all these creative with it. Yeah, my uncle told me all this shit. I was like, "Moon cricket." I'm like, "Damn, white people creative as fuck, dog." Moon cricket. All we got is cracker. They ain't even like racist like that. Cracker. Did you did you make a bet out of this? This is a good bet. I no, I ain't make no bet out of it. <laughs> the fuck? He just told me that shit. I was like, "Moon cricket." It confused the fuck out of me. Moon cricket. That's wild, bro. But yeah, Texas is a crazy place, man. That's the only place you see like a policeman on a horse. Oh yeah, I, I've heard of that before, dude. A police dude that had fucking the strip in Vegas too. You see this? Shit? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I remember. Yo, I remember. I remember to this day. I remember this shit. It's a place called. Uh, it's a place where I was at called uh, uh, Longview, Texas. Like mm-hmm. where my baby at. It was a cop on a horse. I had my mom's car. I was speeding like a motherfucker. <laughs> and this fucking police, the police dude on a horse, he told me to stop and I'll punch that shit. And he, did, he didn't catch me, of course, yeah, but yeah. he was in the back struggling. <laughs> <laughs> struggling like a motherfucker. <laughs> I know the horse feet was hurting like a motherfucker. He was, he was just like this in the background. <laughs> And I was looking I'm like damn I hope he didn't get the license plate And then I just pulled I think I, I turned into my mom's house And then I got my basketball And I act like I was dribbling Like just in case he came And then I went in the house I don't know what happened to that dude But Damn I just admitted to a crime Oh, oh Damn That's Oh fuck They don't know what year it was so I think we passed the what is it? The uh, limitation. So that's hilarious, though, that they think they're gonna pull people over on a horse. Yo, right? he yelled. That shit scared me. He's like, "Yo, stop!" I just turned, just punched that shit. That's wild, bro. Texas is a wild place, man. I can imagine. I never been. Actually, never been anywhere. It's, a girl, it's, it's cool, man. I tell you what, it's very like people are very nice, too nice. Like too nice, like everybody. I can say too nice, but people are respectful. That's right. what the word yeah. is. They're respectful. Right. Yes, sir. No, sir. Right. Yeah. Uh, please and thank you. They'll open the door for you. Yep. Uh, like here, if you if, if your car get broken down, nobody's gonna help you. No. Nobody. When no. <coughs> I um <coughs> when my car first went out, I thought someone was gonna help me. Nobody fucking helped me. No, but here. in Texas, I promise you, yeah. your car goes out. You gonna you gonna get a slew of people just pulling over like, hey, you need help? Hey, what happened? You need help? Yeah, I don't know how to change the tire. Oh, let me show you, and then they'll, they'll help you right there. So, uh, very helpful, I'll tell you that. Uh, you should go out there. You love Austin. That's what I, I, I my parents tell me that I'd, I'd like Texas. Yeah, you love Austin. Yeah. Um, Austin is fun. Yeah, uh, it's fun. Austin is fun. Uh, Dallas is cool. Dallas is cool, always fun, but Houston is really funner. Okay, I like Latinas. That's my thing, okay. Latinas. So I love going to San Antonio. There you go. I love Latinas. I love them. You go hang out in San Diego sometimes. Yo, I supposed to do a show like last uh, uh, was that Saturday, and it got canceled. Damn. So I was upset, but I still went. I went to like a <laughs> I went to a Latin spot. What's the one joint on Santa Monica? <laughs> uh, I just went in there because. It's off of Santa Monica. That's not Normandy. It's fuck. It's yeah. not Venice. It's like on down, but it's a club. I just went in there for a moment and just looked at the Latinas and now I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm in heaven right now. You don't understand. I remember my babysitter, uh, my first babysitter, she was Latina. I had a crush on it. I didn't I was like five, but I didn't know like what 
I didn't know what to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was just like, I like you. That's yeah, what I was yeah. <laughs> She would be sleep, I grab her face, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever leave. <laughs> you imagine a five year grip in your face, I like you. I don't know why, but I like you. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> pretty. But I like you. Her mom, they took care of me. They lived like on a farm, kind of, I mm-hmm. think. A, a farm. They had chickens and shit running in the house. But they would feed me. It was like, it didn't get weird, but it got weird because they had a room especially for me. Mm-hmm. Like, for me. It was my room. But I slept with her. I loved that. I was like, I love you. I, like, I love you. <laughs> you imagine like, your, 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 your girl is babysitting a five-year-old and he just grip her face. I love you. <laughs> you better watch out for him when he turned 18 because he's going to try to come back and fuck her. That was weird though. Like when you were younger and you had crush on like older women, like you you know what I mean. They know like, what to do. Girls, they're just girls, I guess, not women. But but yeah, you, you don't know what to do, bro. And you don't know how to express yourself and shit, right? <laughs> Leave my girlfriend alone. That's all you say. You, and you build up like this whole life with her in your head. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that shit. I was like, yo, she's my girlfriend, and I'm gonna buy her a Ferrari. I'm gonna buy her a Ferrari. Uh, what else? We're gonna have all types of ramen noodles in the house. All types of Chef Boyardee. Uh, we're gonna have everything in the house. Everything. We're gonna have games, candies. We're gonna have everything in here. Yeah, yeah that shit's wild, man. Being a kid and what was your kid? What was your like childhood like? It was cool. I grew up in Hawaii until I was seven. I was born there. Mm. Uh, and like, the only time that was got kind of rough is when my mom decided to open up a business in Vegas. So mm. she had to leave us for like, I think it was like seven months or some shit to go to start that business. And then when we got there, it was just a rough situation where we would like, my mom had the business. It was a house mm-hmm. where she takes care of the old folks. And then behind it was like the storage place where it was literally probably half of this. Mm. And no no toilets or anything like that. Like we had a bucket outside <laughs> type shit. So y'all basically live in Shrek life, basically. Yeah. But it paid off, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like she made those sacrifices for us. I was seven. That was when I was like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, it just the business just took off. So it was just super like, you know. She became I've a millionaire? Heard, huh? Is she a millionaire now? I can't say. No, oh, yeah, she, don't she say it on here. We say it off. We say it off. We say it off camera. You know? Shout out moms. Yeah. Shout out she to all the moms. Bro. She, you know, she sacrificed a lot, dude. She was a, you know, she came to America like an overseas Filipino worker. She went to, from like Hong Kong to Canada and then to California where she met my dad and then they had me in Hawaii. She, but shout out to moms, man. Yeah, bro. Shout she out to moms. She did her shit, man. That's, that's like one of my, like. One of my inspirations is my mom. I'll tell her that. Right. Because, like, uh, she went back to school because she's a CPS worker, like a child protective mm-hmm. service worker. And uh, she went back to school to get her master's, and she got it. Good for her. But she was telling me, like, at first she couldn't do it, but then she was telling me everything she went through to get yeah, it. Man. And she said she would drive, like, basically an hour 30 to school. I don't know if it was three, four days out of the week. Like, she had to work. I had to take yeah. care of my sister. She had to uh, then drive an hour 30 yeah, to go out to study and stuff like that and then come back another hour 30. And I'm like, you did that for how long? Should I did that for like three, four years. I'm like, Shit. yo. It's wild what parents have to go through, bro, and what you don't realize as a kid. You as know what I mean? Kid. And then you grow up and you see it and you're like, holy fuck. You feel like an asshole because then an I'm asshole, like, bro. I was real mean. Yeah, I, br- I broke your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I broke your bed. <laughs> Yo, that's ca- no. Take that shit. But I didn't break it. Yo, true story. 
So me and my sister, we was wrestling. Long story short, I did a Jeff Hardy move on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah, hell yeah, I did it on top. I, I flipped. I tried to fuck her ass. I tried to yeah, oh, pause. It's all right, but I tried to fucking hurt her. <laughs> and the bed didn't break. Nothing broke. <laughs> bro, uh, nothing broke. So we left. Or well, I left out of the room. We started cleaning the house. I don't know what the fuck happened between that time and my mom coming home. But as soon as she got back, she's laid in the bed and it like broke. Like Correct. the whole thing just <laughs> collapsed. And then we came in like, damn, you broke your bed. That's fucked up. She's like, no, I ain't break my bed. And then we find out like one of the loose, I guess, when I jumped, when I jumped in, one of the boats came out. Oh. So okay. she ended up, yeah, she went crazy. She kind of scratched my face up and shit. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you ever make your parents so mad and they leave the house and you like, damn. Fuck yeah, dude. All I'm the a, time. I'm a fucked up human being. I was like 18 at the time, too, dude. <laughs> you imagine being 18 and you grounded, dog? You're not even in school no more. But she trying to ground you and shit. She gonna take my Xbox. I'm like, bitch, I ain't even in school no more. What the fuck? I don't even need to be here. How the fuck you taking my game? Oh my god, this shit is funny. Let's move that arm down because I want to make oh. sure we, I have yeah, just for reels and stuff like that, just in case. We oh, yeah, that's man. funny as fuck. How what was school life for you, man? It was cool. I, I I took school a lot more serious before I got into high school. And as soon as I got into high school, and like especially when I got my license, I didn't give a fuck about school. Mm. But it's not like I, I never <laughs> applied myself, though, bro. You know what I mean? Like in school, like junior high and high school, I never really applied myself. Um, Why is that? Why do you think that? I don't know. I don't know. I think the stress that my parents put on me for school, right? Like there's always a stigma with Asian parents, and they're really like serious about school, and they are. But I think it was just the stress from that where I was just like so stressed that I had to do good that I was just at a certain point, it was just like a breaking point where I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do this. Like, I don't really fucking care. Like, Damn. Uh, and this, and this, like a, How much pressure did they put on you? Like, were they telling you you need to be a doctor or like? Uh, I had the choice, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, at first I wanted to be an engineer. And mm. then like, I, the, the only thing that kind of sucked is I got hella into sports and I wanted to be like an athlete. There you right? go. Like, that was, like, one of the things. And then, so that kind of, like, maybe that's why I fucking was doing bad at school. You know what I mean? I was like, no, I, I'm going to be an athlete, I'm which I never was. Athlete. I never was. I don't know why I had fucking my whole life to figure it out. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I feel like because um, when I was in school, it was similar. Like, yeah. from, because I used to get in trouble a lot as a, in elementary. I was getting ass whoopings every week. Hell yeah. Every week. At one point, it was damn near every other day. I was getting a whooping every yep. day. Same and, uh. One of them was cap. One of them whippers was cap. It was straight cap. Like the one teacher, yo, I don't say one of them, but I'll say about 40% of them was cap. Teacher's going to say I threw a chair at her. I didn't Damn. throw it. I flipped the chair. The bitch so happened to be in front of the chair when it got, you know, hit, when it got flipped. So I flipped it, and then it bounced. Because you remember those, like, plastic chairs? Those, yeah. Uh, the ones with the three little holes in them? Yep. Yeah. I flipped it, but for some reason it bounced. And she just so happened to be in a, a line oh. of fire and hit her. And I remember everybody just stopped and looked. And I was like, damn. Damn. Ain't no going back now. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Committed, bro. I committed. I was like, yeah. I committed to the bit. I, yeah. I did that shit. 
<laughs> so she sent me to the office. The worst ass whooping I ever got in my life. God damn, bro. The worst. But I think I was real bad in element. I ain't gonna say bad, but I was real like I say mischievous. I, mm. No, adventurous. That's what that's the word I'm used. I was a risk taker and I was very adventurous. I did things people didn't think about. Like calling a teacher a bitch. Nobody thought about doing that <laughs> except for me. <laughs> so you're like, a badass kid then. No, I no no, it went bad. I took risk. <laughs> I took risk. <laughs> you know it's fucked up. You're I was a dumbass then. You know it's fucked up. I really be sitting there on the, while she talking. I'm like, I bet you ain't nobody calling her a bitch all day. <laughs> I'm finna do this shit. Yo, Miss Sonzo, bitch. <laughs> What the fuck you gonna do now? Straight office ass whipping. Oh my god, bro. So all through elementary, I was like that, and then I got tired of whoopings. Yeah, like just tired of them. Like I'm, I'm tired of having like fucking like what was it welts and shit yeah, on my neck yeah. and shit. My dad when he would whip me, he would me terrible. Like I had bruises and shit on my face. So I was just tired, <laughs> tired of them. And then um, once I got like sixth grade, I calmed down. But sports got really serious, just like you. Uh-huh. Like sports got really serious. Cause I played quarterback, and so that's all I'm thinking about. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna yeah. be. I'm gonna be the man. I'm gonna have all the bitches. That's my mindset. Yeah. I'm gonna have all the bitches, money, a whole bunch of applesauce. That was. Like, I loved applesauce. You could tell. I loved applesauce when I was like the seventh grade. I was like, I'm gonna get bitches, cars, and the house, money, applesauce. Those are my goals. So. When I was in junior high, it was just like that. And I think my grades lacked. Mm. Especially when they start putting letters in math problems. <laughs> when that shit happened, I swear to God, math went downhill. What they put 3X plus Y equals Z? I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> this is the goofiest shit I ever heard in my life. That's good. 3X plus Y equals Z? That don't even make sense. I remember, you ever, <laughs> You ever oh been in class? You ever been in class and seen a kid doing doing this like work and he just be like, <laughs> oh, angry and shit. What the <laughs> fuck, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? This is only the first question too. What the fuck, bro? This shit gonna be hard as fuck. Yo, can I go to the bathroom? You go to the bathroom and start praying to God. Yo, Jesus, please, man. I ain't study for none of this shit, dog. Like, let somebody please just let let me cheat or some shit. So. It was like that. Once letters came in, math was out of the yeah. question. So I already knew. School for me is going to be fucked up. Yeah. I knew. I, I had, I had a, like, in high school, my sophomore year, I was in a math <coughs> class, I was like geometry, and I was mm-hmm. awful at geometry. But the star running back sat in front of me, and he would, the coach would give him the answers to the tests. Motherfucker. So he would, after he would be done, he would literally slouch down and hold up his test where I would just copy all his answers and our whole row would do that, bro. There's like fucking 10 of us. Obviously, the fucking teacher knew. Caught on. Going, yeah, because we'd all get the same, same uh, answers and wrong. shit. <laughs> they stupid. You supposed to, everybody's supposed to have at least one where it's wrong. It's everybody got different answers. You dumbasses copying everybody. Y'all be pissed off. Like, yo, fuck y'all, dog. Y'all not supposed to do. I can't, we can't rob a bank together, bro. Like, that's where you learn if you can rob a bank or not by cheating. Or that's how you know if you're a cheater in life with women. If you know how to cheat in school, you can be a good cheater. No, not even. I'm awful. You awful? I'm, I was good at cheating in school. I'm awful at, the, at fucking relationship <coughs> shit, cheating. You're just not applying yourself. Oh, no, don't do that now. No, he's not doing it now. No, not at you all. You just didn't apply but yourself. Like, my, my, one of my girlfriends earlier, like, I fucking cheated on her. I, like, admitted it. Why did you cheat on her? I don't know. 
You just oh, did on, this bro. shit? You know, just, you know, bro. Just, I was a Latina. No, nah, I don't know. I was a Latina. Was, oh, you cheated on her with a Latina? <laughs> yo, they be like mad. Like, yo, listen. Like, every time somebody be like Latina, I, I get like mushy. I be like, for real? So, that's, you know, bro. Damn, man. Like, you know. Like, I think I could be faithful. I, I could be real faithful. Like, I could. You if can. I really put my mind to it, I yeah. could. I could. Cause you just got to stay busy, bro. Honestly, just stay busy. Keep busy. Take showers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas taking three showers a day. As soon as I see a fine bitch, I'm like, I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> Damn. Baby, why are you taking all these showers? <laughs> Yo, listen, baby. I'm trying to save our future. Okay? But you don't smell. That's the point. <laughs> you smell good. That's crazy. You taking three showers a day, dog. <laughs> Yo, I took five showers. The most I ever took is five. Five? Five. Three was like my max. You know why? Three? Three, yeah. It was like my Three max. is common. You know, let me tell you Two why. Two common for me. So I got like really drunk. Like I... So when I started like drinking at like eighteen, yeah, I drank so much. I, that's when I first discovered Fireballs. Oh, and, gosh, uh, dude, those are awful. What's the? Um, it's something Tiger, Tiger Bomb. Tiger Bomb. You know that, what Tiger that's Bomb? The shit you put on your shoulder? No, it's a it's a drink called Tiger Bomb, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Fact, you ain't got nothing to fact check it. Tiger Bomb. That's like drink, ain't it? I don't know. It gets you fucked up, I think. Am I saying that right? Tiger Bomb drink alcohol? Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's a Tiger yeah, Bomb. So I had all types of tequila. I had yeah, it's a rum. It's a rum because I had all types of tequila. I had like four shots of those. This is like my third time drinking. Yo, I pissed in the bed, bro. Like I could not wake up. I didn't wake up till probably two in the afternoon, and like I pissed everywhere, bro, all over myself, bro. I could I couldn't understand what was going on, bro. And I remember, I remember, I don't know why, I was still drunk. I called my uncle. I was like, yo, um, I pissed in the bed. What I need to do? He was like, I don't know. What the fuck you calling me for? I was like, I don't know what to do. So I remember I took a shower. That or took a shower right out of that. I think I smoked or something like that. And I kept smelling something. So I just took another shower. <laughs> then I went outside. And I ended up, uh, doing, I ended up running. Oh, I ended up working out. I took another shower. And um, I don't remember what the other shower was, but I do remember every time before I go to bed, I always take a shower because oh, it makes you go to like sleep yeah. once you take a good shower. Mm. So I, that's the most I ever took is five showers, which is crazy. Bro, I fucking pissed myself like a year ago. <laughs> like a lot. Like, like, uh, if drunk, you do it bro. If, as as like you said, like were you conscious? No, I I, I woke up while I was mid piss because my girl was yelling at me, bro. I got super fucked. <laughs> He said mid-piss Mid-piss I woke up bro. bro I was like yo I was fucking faded We go back to the hotel room This is when we went to Vegas And then fucking I just remember Sitting at the edge of her bed at, By her feet And just pissing on the floor <laughs> Thought you thought he was at the urinal He's like Go ahead Go ahead My girl's like What are you doing I was like I'm peeing And she's like On the fucking floor And I, woke, I was just like What is going on Oh the floor is crazy bro, Cause now wild, she gotta though. Clean that shit up You asshole Yeah bro It was wild I don't know what the fuck It was, what was, it? It was uh, Martinis Haven't had a martini At Chili's Huh At Chili's At Chili's You know they got Dollar uh, margaritas uh, no, I don't know no, if it's no. still going on No, nah, martini My homie was making them they were just, just got me faded, bro. Oh, margaritas. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. But he was making them. He was making them. He make a killer martini. Oh my gosh, bro, this is so strong. I need to come over there. 
And see about so him. strong, bro. Tell him to come through the third one when I'm hosting one night and just give me lit off martinis yep. the whole night, dog. <laughs> Yo, I need to figure out a way to to get like just women at my shows. If I can just get women, I'll be all right. I need to figure out a way to get anybody at my show. <laughs> I I don't listen. I'm trying to bring women. I want all women to come to the shows to jump off Wednesday at ten at Third Wheel. This uh, Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah, at ten o'clock. Okay. You're more than welcome to pull up. We have what we do there is like uh, we do different stuff. Yeah. So one day we might have like a roast session. Like like comics go up. It's still comics. You go up, do your set, try it out. It's just it's just about I'll say the scenery. Mm. It's already like uh it's like kinda like if they're coming to my house, like what we would be doing type of ordeal. Oh, like shit. we have people over roasting. Uh also we have comics, people comics going up doing their thing, they working on new stuff. Oh, shit. Um I'll even have some comics sit down and they'll be talking like kind of during your set but not really during your set but yeah. it's kind of like they're kind of like because you know when you, whenever you're having a set and like you're bombing but nobody's saying nothing yeah. but it'll be like damn if somebody would have said something right now I could have uh, went somewhere like with riff it. Off it. Riff off okay. of it. So kind of like cool, that. They're making somebody riff. They're making you riff off something, and it, it creates another moment. And really, you don't really know because people be like, I don't like it when you talk during my set. And it's like, really, those those become actual material because you could have a conversation with somebody in the crowd or y'all have an interaction, and that become a bit out of nowhere because yeah. just of a word. Right. So uh, That's dope, bro. So it's like that, and then now I'm, I'm making it to where like we have like artists come in, like okay. like rappers, singers. They come in, they can have like their little their little spot and stuff like that. Uh, um, so we're just building it. We really just like you got the podcast. Yeah, me and Marcel, who's with my co-host, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about it like a day before. Like mm-hmm. he was talking about doing his own show. Like I'm trying to do. Um, I forgot what he called it for October, but he has his fest. He usually does like a show, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out a venue, how I can do it, make it into like a, a monthly show at least." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Cool." And then the next day, uh, we got a, a somebody just asked me, "Hey, you want to do uh, like a show here?" And I was like, yeah. "Sure." And I told him, and he was like, "Oh, that shit was fast as fuck. It was in the last like eight hours. What the fuck? We just seen each other in like six, eight, eight hours. How the fuck that shit just happened?" So it just happened, just like the yeah. podcast. It's just something that just happened. Right. And I had just got done doing my like I call it like a mini little city tour, like a experimental tour, okay. where I was doing tours just around like L.A. and then like around uh, Cali, like because oh, it was just, cool. it was just like weekly, like a weekly thing where I was doing something every week, like three shows. So I just made it to like a mini tour, and then once I was done with that, I had nothing to do, right? And that just happened to jump off. So, talk about this tour real quick, if you don't mind. Like, uh, what, what was the pro- purpose of that? Just kind of seeing what jokes were working and shit. Not, so the whole purpose was just like. I got all these shows and just figuring out a way, not even really to promote them, but like, I think more or less make me interested in like the whole mm, thing of it, like process. just the whole process of it. Because I have shows, like it was like I had three shows at least a week, Friday, Saturday, and at least a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that went on for like a month. So um, the homie just said, "Why don't you just make it into like a little, like a mini city, or, or, or like a like a regional, type like a thing, regional yeah. tour? Like there's a regional tour you doing there. You just put up on there, and then you learn how to actually run true. a tour. Like this is how That's you would really true. do a tour. So I just learned how to do an actual tour just from doing that. Damn, and then um, you're doing all this a year and a half in. This is wild. Mm, a year and five months. Mm, I'll say." A, close It wasn't even a year yet Jeez dude It was like Probably like 10, 11 
10, 11, like 10, 11, almost, almost a year. Because the year was June. We started it in, I think, May-ish. Like Mayish, cause we, cause some of the shows got spread it out, and I added them on to it, so it ended up being like three months really, but one month it was like relatively like every every week oh, it was three. Dude. That so, must be great though. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it because it was like, so in the beginning though, like I had outside shows. Mm-hmm. Them shits was kind of like, outside shows are weird, cause it's a different vibe. It's not like a, a in comedy uh, a comedy club. Uh-huh. So the first couple were like. Just weird, like weird as fuck. Like none of the jokes were really hidden like that. So I'm right. like, damn, I don't think it's gonna be good. It's like it's outside shows, bro. You relax. And it's cold as a motherfucker out here too. Mm. So once uh I got done with those, it just turned into like a fun little tour. So uh I got to learn how to do that shit. So yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, absolutely, bro. That's fucking dope. Uh I'm I'm gonna cap it here soon. But uh one question I do wanna ask you is where do you see what do you wanna do with this comedy stuff, bro? Like what's the end goal? Mm, the end goal is to my end goal for comedy is to uh, I have like two two different ones. Like one is a personal one, and one is for other is for other comics. Mm-hmm. So my personal goal is to be able to, I guess, uh, <laughs> get enough. I guess uh, not even really buzz. I think just more so like a fan base to where I can just do my own tour just around the country or even worldwide. I want my I would love to do a worldwide tour. Worldwide tours, where you're just consistently running, not making my money off touring. Because like what you said about acting and stuff, mm-hmm. you wait months and months to do that. Yeah. So I, I need, this is my foundation. Like Comedy is really my foundation. So I have to figure out a way to make money from it. And where I'm making money, like, like uh, unconsciously, like I just do a show and then make money from it. So doing shows, um, or tours. And then the bigger picture is to create a show for other comics to come on and they showcase their talent and they can go off and whatever happens, they get exposure from it. They can go off and do their own tours. So it's two different ones to help other comics and also to have my, um, basically my regular job. Yeah. Make it my regular job. Just my yeah. regular, just how I get paid. I don't, I don't need to work at Chipotle. I don't need to work at where I got fired. Fuck, bro, I got fired from Chipotle. That's motherfuckers, bro. I, listen, CJ, fuck you. I said earlier I love you, but fuck you. Listen, CJ got me fired from Chipotle. He got me fired. And I you would never get me to say this white man never got me fired. So we were sitting out at Third Wheel one day. This motherfucker tells me, I'm like, yeah, I'm working at Chipotle. I just got off. He's like, you don't need that fucking job. I'm like, word, white man? He's like, yeah, you don't need it. Like, what I need? What? You got comedy, bro. You're you going to be good at it. Don't show up. I'm like, yeah, they need you. You don't need them. <laughs> so my dumb ass didn't show up at work for two months and just showed up one day to work. And she was like, nah, you, you're done. Like, Then they going to send me a letter on the 1st of, uh, of January of uh, this year. It was this year. Fired the fuck out of me. <laughs> fuck you, CJ. CJ. CJ got me fired. Then he goes. Then when he see this, he gonna be like, "I didn't tell him to do all that. I didn't. I didn't know he was really gonna do it." You're white, so I was like, "I'm gonna listen to you. You have an advantage over me. You won two thousand dollars over me, so you must got some fucking knowledge." So I listened to him and got fired. So don't ever listen to CJ about shit. Relationships. You got me fired. I had to work Uber Eats. 
That's going terrible. <laughs> Cause I be eating people food on the low. <laughs> you gonna get yourself fired, bro? Well, fuck. Listen, fuck. Listen, they don't even work. They don't pay you hourly no more. It's by the miles. Damn, really? Yes. Damn, bro. That's crazy. That's fucked up. That's real fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. You're paying by the fucking miles. Do you? S- <sighs> Listen, every day I'd be like, you know what? Selling drugs don't sound bad right now. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Someone's got to do it. But uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say, uh, that's where I see myself, though. Like, uh, making comedy my actual job. And yeah. I'm touring off of it. Uh, countrywide, worldwide. Let me just do that. Worldwide tours. There you go. Worldwide tours. And then also having an avenue for other comics to be able to expose themselves. Yeah, like, right. exposure for them. Cause like I said, acting is really what I is my like is really my love that I really like to do, mm-hmm. and then comedy is just something that I guess that God blessed me with to be able to do, but also I can use that to do acting if I really wanted to. Absolutely. So it all meshes into one. It all meshes. Yeah. Into one. It all goes together. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, because I be seeing comics, I'm like, yo, all they need is like. Somebody with a boost or like exactly. a, a platform. They just exactly. had a platform. Yeah. Oh my God, exactly. they do that. So I see that and I'm like, yo, I just want to create that yeah. for other comedy. That's really what I want to do. So, there you go, bro. Well, bro, I'm fucking a year and a half in. You've done some crazy shit, man. It sounds like it. So keep up the fucking work, bro. It seems like I've only seen you once on stage and that shit was fun as fuck at Adams. Oh, yeah, Adams yeah. at Mount, Mount Moore. <clears throat> but um, you've done a lot of shit thus far, dude. So I'm excited to see what you do. From here on out, bro. Appreciate it, But uh, I appreciate you hopping on this pod. Oh, yeah, my boy. Fucking let's let the people know where they can find you. Oh, yeah. Give me on um, Instagram at A-Y-Y-O Skylo S-C-H-Y-L-O. You'll see in the the bio where I said my mom don't think I'm funny. It's a real fact. Uh, She texts me all the time to tell me that I'm not Cat Williams every day. Um... Also, you can go to my YouTube. I do have a, I do have a mini. I call it like a mini special EP, like a mini EP. Okay. It's called Negrophiliac. Uh, the fuck so funny? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to play. You see that Negrophiliac? I'm a Negrophiliac. It's on uh, YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, the homie, the homie really put like a lot of effort into it. So um, check that out. Um, what else do I have? One. Uh, oh yeah. Shout out to all the Latinas out there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not looking for nothing. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Shout out to all y'all out there, though. All right, brother, I appreciate it. And everybody, thank you for listening and watching. Until the next time, later.